Manchester Movie Mart Podcast with Carl, Rob and Lee. Hello, welcome to the Manchester Movie Morgue Podcast. My name's Lee and this is the very first episode of the Manchester Movie Morgue Podcast. The podcast is where me and my co-hosts, Carl and Rob, discuss whether a movie should be bagged and tagged and sent to the morgue or become one of the living dead. Tonight's episode is a film called Pay Dirt, which stars Val Kilmer and Luke Goss. Okay, I hope you enjoy. Okay. Okay, we're we're recording. We're away, we're away, guys. Excellent. <laughs> oh, so I was just saying that one one thing uh, this has done for me is it's kind of made me go back and think about Val Kilmer. And I don't think I don't think <clears> I'd really taken him very seriously before. And actually, watching Pay Dirt has made me go back to his back catalogue and think. Actually, you know, he's he's been in some good films. He's done some good stuff. He's more than a nice man. Yeah, <laughs> it became it became a bit of a meme, didn't he, in the two thousands? I saw, I remember seeing that Batman meme where he's got this really oh, fat yeah. face. Yeah, that's right. And that yeah. was kind of the last time I'd seen him as as a meme. Um, yeah, the only but, time. Yeah, I... was it... Go on, Rob. Well, I just saying, the only time I've actually seen any stories about him is when they're obsessed with his weight, like his fluctuating weight, which is like. Yeah. So he doesn't get any credit. No, and I, I think so. Did you hear the story? Did you hear the story about his um, throat cancer? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he decided deny. Well, he he just didn't want to seek treatment in the early days, and I think he was outed by Michael Douglas in an interview. That's right. Where he yeah, said, "Oh yeah, Val Val has got the same throat cancer as me," and and he hadn't told told the media yet, and sort of outed him. Um, and that's, I think, when he, he 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 sought treatment, you know, at that point. Yeah, I think he he, he still might have denied it for a, for a little spell after that, but then it, it wasn't long after when it must have got to a point where he, he couldn't he couldn't hide it anymore. I mean, in the film, he's wearing mm-hmm. a scarf, isn't he? And um, yeah, it's affecting his voice. He's got his point where he's going. <laughs> he's also not speaking because it's somebody else's voice, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, exactly. is going to be a problem. And this is, uh, I, read an int- I read an interview where he said he's going to carry on making films even though he can't speak, which is amazing. He, he should bring back mime. And, uh... there, there was, yeah, a, there was a, a British perfect actor um, in, ages ago, there's a British actor in loads of old British films called Jack Hawkins. And I remember yeah. reading about him, he lost his voice um, because I think he had some, some kind of throat illness or disease. But, you know, he was, he was so well liked and kind of respected that they... He kept appearing in films. He kept putting him in films, and they they just had to keep dubbing his voice from kind of a certain point onwards. Is there auditions for the voice of Val Kilmer? Because I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go. How would that go? How would that go? I wonder. I, I don't know. I gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. We'd have like Batman Val, Batman Val, Doors, Jim Morrison Val. You're uh, crazy, uh, Goose. You're crazy. Iceman. They seem to have gone for the uh, sort of the t- tombstone Val, haven't they? You know, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's the Jason Statham. You know, like you speak for your teeth. It's like that's that's what they're going. That's what it's going to be for the next few years. But you know, I'm, I'm glad to see him. You know, actually, he's like he reminds me of my childhood watching him. So it's decent. That's, that's one thing I took from the film. Uh, a posit- one of the positive things was just seeing him. I thought. Oh, actually, yeah. he looks. Although he, he he's obviously you know he's ill. To yeah. Some degree. He's uh, he look he looked quite happy. He looked quite. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it's it's a tough. Fair, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good to see. I mean, most people are. 
most people would not want to be doing a, a full action movie, you know, after just recovering from throat cancer. So you got to give him credit there. Yeah, no. I was trying to think. Is I think I think there is a scene where he's running, where, where he looks, he like ambles quicker than he would usually. <laughs> but, so, so, so yeah, he, he isn't called on much, is he? But you have to, when I watched it, every scene I wanted him to be in it. I didn't want to see Matt Goss, so that was a. Uh, it was well. You know, so, Matt Goss is yeah. not in the film at all. Although he does, he does get a mention at the end of the film in the in the thank yous. Does he? I noticed. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. anyway, thank you to, to Matt Matt Goss for not killing his brother. You know, <laughs> they don't they don't kill one, do they? <laughs> when will I be famous now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Did you see the documentary yeah. of uh, Bross actually? Yes, yeah, it's it was, it was on. Um, yeah. it, was, it was on yeah. BBC. It was on BBC, wasn't it? Over, it's a good over watch, Christmas, yeah. I think. Yeah. They're so earnest about their fame and how how much of a credit to music they are. But I loved it. So, and to be fair to them both, they've they've both kind of put that to one side, and and had separate <laughs> careers, both of them, haven't they? Yeah, um, since Bruce, I, so. I had no idea Luke was an actor to be honest. I watched that documentary and have forgotten he was an actor um, <laughs> since like 2001. Uh, but him and this director have done about eight films together, haven't they? I don't know what's what the deal is with those two. Is that right? Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think Ollie. they've got a couple more in the, in the bag as well coming up as well. Right. Actually, does his play. You, you mentioned the director, Lee. The. Um... I think mm. Val Kilmer and Luke Goss have, have been in two films together before this as well. I've, I've really? met, I think oh. maybe, uh, what was it? There's, there's one called Blood Out 2011, mm. which I've not seen. And there's another one called Seven Below 2012. So, so well, we've got our next movies to review after this. <laughs> well, should we? Let, let's, let's wait and see. Uh, Lee, give us time. <laughs> I, want to, I need to watch Six and Five Below first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's, yeah, so it's the twelfth in a series of which Parker does not appear in the first eleven. Um, so yeah, yeah they've they've worked yeah. before. So they they must I don't know if they're friends, but they they're obviously professionally uh, acquainted. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, is that is that quite? Uh, I mean, he, he he started on uh, I think the first film I remember Valium was that Top Secret. Do you remember that comedy? Yeah. Film from the eighties. It's like very like. Poli- what were we saying? It's it's a bit like. It's a bit like Police Squad, isn't it? It's kind of that yes. zany comedy. Yeah, it's decent. Of... It's like a it's like a bad weird science. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Top, yeah. Top Secret is um, it is made by uh, the, the mm. is it Zucker Abrams and Zucker who made um, Airplane? It was their it was their film that followed oh, Airplane because yeah. they didn't do Airplane yeah. Two. That was like somebody that was taken over by uh, someone else. But their next film after Airplane was Top Secret, and in between they'd done the Police Squad TV show, which which hadn't been a hit. Um, so this was like their top secret as they follow up. And Val Kilmer, who was who they uh, was who they cast. And I was reading about Top Secret, saying that even on his first film, um, his first leading role, he was he was a bit of a, you know, he's kind of a serious actor. So he was always mm-hmm. kind of asking the directors for his motivation and things like that. Although yeah, he, he went to stage school, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw it, I, saw, I did see it years ago. He plays like a slacker genius in it, doesn't he? He was like, um, and there's like the head of the university who wants him out, and uh, 
So it's like, a, and then he, I remember a scene where he makes a car, he moves a car inside a building, inside of a classroom or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like... And there's that, uh, the librarian with the, uh, he's got like the magnifying glass up to his eye, making his eye huge, and he takes oh, the magnifying yeah. glass away, and it's still a huge his eye. You know, it's oh, like, hang on. Have, have, we confused, have we confused two films here? Because Top Secret oh, is like a spoofy one that's a bit like a war film. And a oh, I've confused film, it with that. Style film. And pure called, genius. Pure genius or yeah. real genius is called. Yeah. yeah, the genius uh, one. Yeah, sorry about that. I think yeah. that's his second film. Um, <laughs> Isn't that the one yeah. where he puts on the Batman suit as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a comedy as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It's funny. Cause <laughs> and then he did the... Uh... Yeah, go ahead, Carl. Yeah. I was just going to say, he did, um, he did those kind of first two leading roles where he's, he's the star. And then he mm. seemed to take a bit of a, a backseat role in... I know Top Gun was a big film. You know, it, it yeah. just seemed odd that he was kind of a star in his first two, and then he <laughs> took a supporting role in in that. Well, um, it must have been good he, did, he, didn't, he didn't want to be in it, did he? Apparently, Top Gear. He kind of sort of Top his Gear. Agent sort of talked him in. <laughs> Top Gear. He didn't want to be with Paddy <laughs> McGuinness. If Val Kilmer, they got him for Top Gear, I would, I would, I would certainly watch it. I would certainly watch it. I, I would, yeah. Song. Well, tell you what, Paddy. Yeah. Tell you what, Paddy. That Iceman can drive. <laughs> oh dear, goodness me! Um, it was a top film, definitely. About yeah. it was like a, a the film about the first all gay fighter squadron for uh, America. <laughs> it was his first homoerotic film. Just doing it for the boys. That's my favourite. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, would, I do wonder what the sequel would be like. I mean, Top Gun, lots of people look back and say, oh, Top Gun's a great film. It's really not. Yeah, but... it's, it's really, it's really, really quite, yeah. quite basic. And it's like a big uh, music video, isn't it? I find it, it offensive that they're not bringing uh, Kelly, is it Kelly McGillis back? Oh, yeah. Because uh, oh, she, she actually looks her own age, whereas Tom Cruise is uh, like making a pledge with the devil and he looks mad. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> she, allegedly. She, <laughs> so she she looks like a 60-year-old woman and he looks like, you know, some frozen yeah, entire. He's, uh, yeah. he's only two years younger than um, Val, isn't he, really? Yeah, they're almost the same age. Right? Yeah. It's hard to think. Yeah, it's, funny, it's amazing it, like... what Scientology can do for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah. So, pay dirt. Pay dirt. We need to start talking about pay dirt, don't we? We're not saying that's it. Right. Pay dirt. I want any of us to try. I think we should all try. One after the other. And I bet we get three different versions. One after the other. A 30-second pitch. Okay. Can you do a 30-second pitch to describe the film? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Who wants to go for it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, the guy from Boss... <laughs> Has been in prison for years, but he get he, he was part of a gang which did a big heist or a big robbery, and there's lots of money secret. The police realise, and other gangs realise, and the, the gangster he used to work for realises that he probably still knows where the money is. He gets out, he recruits his old gang. His old gang were a bunch of losers, all different names like the Brains, uh, the Pretty, <laughs> the whatever. Oh, they, they all and then the old gang B, the Brains, the Beauty, the Bit. Oh, I've got these written down. Hang on. Yeah, anyway. The, the yeah. Isn't there a Don? Him, the Don or something. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, the Don. And then he agrees. Yeah, go on. <laughs> and in a long, convoluted way, he plays the police and the gangsters and everyone off each other uh, as a way of still uh, getting the money for himself and his own gang at the end. So that's the whole 
the whole thing. But then there's lots of dialogue and bits in between. Val Kilmer is a grizzled old detective who realizes that the guy from Bross is is up to no good and it still will will lead him to the cash eventually. That's where that's pretty much <laughs> what, that's what, that's what I think the plot is. End of podcast. <laughs> Anyone else want to try? We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't think I could do that, Rob. Well done. Um I yeah, it, I mean it's been a, it's been about a week and a half since I saw it, for one thing. I've got some notes here and everything, but honestly I I couldn't say what it was about. It's yeah, there's a heist at the beginning and it goes bad. There is. And then the yeah. DEA, the drug enforcement administration, or I think that's what it's called. He takes the rap, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He takes the rap, and but then it doesn't go well for Val Kilmer's character either, does it? Because he he loses his job. I couldn't quite figure out why. It's because there's, it's there's it's, no there's no. He, they don't get anything. They they you know they don't find any drugs. They get no arrest. They get no drugs. They get nothing. So yeah. yeah. Any any plan that involves you spending six years in prison is a genius plan, really, isn't it? For everybody, <laughs> there's got to be a payoff, a good payoff at the end of that. Yeah. And later on, he yeah. says something like, "Oh, I could, I can take the time, but you couldn't." He says that to the character called the Brain later on. The the Brain, Rob, we yeah. talked about this. Like, we we yeah. don't know why the character called the Brain is called the Brain. Is it's is the there worst. is there a scene where he kind of shows his his, his he, grey matter uh, off? Well, he, I don't know. They do a flashback, don't they? Where he, like he totally ruins it. He sleeps with the gangster's daughter, and he basically ruins it for the whole gang. And that's right. And everything he, he does, everything. Everything he does, he just destroys their plans. So. <laughs> do, you think, do you think then it might be one of those ironic names? You know, like you call a, someone who's short, you call them tall, or you know, tall, a tall, think... tall person, you call them shorty, or something like that. They call him the brain because he he doesn't have one. I don't think there was any level of irony in the film. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were never at that level. No, no. Is it just because he's got a big head or something? I don't know. Maybe they're just taking a piss. <laughs> I tried to, when I was watching it, I tried to relax as much as possible and just let all rational thought and uh, dissolve out of my brain so that I could just, you know, accept it. I kept on forgetting he was the guy, kept on ignoring the fact that this was the guy from Bross and and just just dealt with it. And uh, I, had, I also had to get drunk watching the movie, Rob, as well. Yeah, to, to go through it. I, I, several, didn't, I didn't drink, times. but amazingly, for an 85-minute film, I had to do it's how it. Long it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's short. It's I had to do it in two yeah. sittings. I couldn't. Yeah. I literally, I, I lost the plot after about fifteen minutes in in more ways than one. Um, and I, did I, you I, fall asleep, Carl? Come on. Oh, of course <laughs> I did. Of course I did. It doesn't take long for me, as you know. But um, certainly when there's nothing <laughs> actually going on, and there is a little period in the middle of the film where there's literally nothing happening. Well, I, I was saying this to Lee earlier that there's there's a whole movie bit where Val Kilmer's just chatting with his daughter. Who, by the way, is in the film, and yes. she's obviously only sh- she's shoehorned into the film, and she's also in another film with Val Kilmer, and he must have a deal work, and my daughter have a job, and um, and it's this intimate little chat, which is like more about father and daughter having a little chat rather than anything to do with the mm. film whatsoever. Yes, and but funnily enough, I thought those scenes were quite were quite nice. I quite enjoyed those scenes, as opposed to yeah. some of the other ones, <clears throat> which you know, yeah. they seemed kind of a, we a got to find genuine. 
We got to find out how uh, Val Kilmer's daughter would sort of check in on her dad, you know, in, in a movie, which is, is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't really a push, was it, for her acting, but, you know. I don't know, it became um, more like, like, I expected this to say, like, do you, do you want anything from Tesco's? Do you want me to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the ranch? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But I believe... Uh, Apparently, Luke Goss and uh, the director didn't take a fee for this movie, so maybe that was Val's fee. Was uh, stick, stick the daughter in the film? Did you Did you notice Luke Goss's uh, name down as a producer as well? I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed he also does that finger. That. <clears throat> he does that bald actor thing. You know where the bald actors quite often embrace and massage the whole head when they're yes. talking, you know, to look intense. And somebody somebody's told him to do it a lot. So uh, there's a lots of scenes where he just keeps on stroking the whole dome of his head. <laughs> yeah, that's to kind of get his face to move in different ways, presumably, like yeah, to show his expressions. He's very static, isn't he? Yeah. There's did, lots you, of... did you notice that bit in the movie where he's kind of meditating, but he's meditating with a projector shining into into his face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does it that helps you? I think that's a classic home 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 camera footage from uh, from Lou Gossie's house. That's probably just what he does. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he do the classic thing it. when he when he takes the six years in prison? Isn't there a scene where he just starts doing some press ups immediately to show that this is a guy who's gonna, you know, do it he's gonna break it, he's gonna not let the system break him, he's gonna break the system. And he's gonna, he's gonna do gonna the press super. ups. All for all those six years, <laughs> from beginning to end, without a break. It's going to strengthen those, those wrists. Eight million press ups. <laughs> just arms like gorillas when he comes out. <laughs> I suppose it's it's one thing to kind of avoid, um, you know, the the other inmates. Presumably, it was a nice kind of safe prison for him and not uh, yeah. not threatening in any way. Um, no, that's that six years is a long Surely time. <clears throat> Surely he would have made the brawn go go and do the stretch in the prison because I mean yeah. Luke Goss looks like somebody who would would get railed in in prison. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think may, maybe he'd be targeted, wouldn't he? Probably. He looks like the guy. In the, my limited the guy in the... knowledge of American prisons, but I think pretty probably, boy, pretty boy. Yes, yeah. He um, yeah, if he was in school, he'd be the guy in the greenhouse, wouldn't he? Yeah, should we we talk about the other characters? So he, as Rob said, he goes to find his old gang once he's out of prison. So (laughs) because his old gang is so so brilliant, (laughs) and these are all introduced kind of slightly Tarantino style by like a title card that says who they are. So they're all the something. So the main character, Luke Goss, he's the Brit, very Mm. imaginative, and that allows Luke Goss not to have to do an accent. Um, yeah, Daisy the Brooks. Brooks. Who else is there's the there yeah. was the babe? Oh, god, yeah. and isn't there? Yeah, there was the the brawn. Was that the was that the, was that the other the other the other lady? Was that the other lady? The the brawn, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, she, no, she's... no, the, she was the badass, the badass, the badass. The badass. Yeah. She, she was okay. She, she didn't get, I'll tell you what, the babe and the badass didn't get very good dialogue. Mind you, not, I don't no, think anyone did, did really, but um, you didn't have much to work with. Uh, no, there but... wasn't. I think there, there, all I'm, all I'm going to say. Go on. All I'm going to say at this point is um, the actress who plays the babe is worth a follow on Instagram. Oh, sure. 
Is she a babe? Uh, or is she actually, is she, is she is actually that, wearing is a mask? Political, and... political beliefs? <laughs> or... Right, okay. <laughs> she's just got, she's got great content. Great content. Interesting. Okay, it might check. <laughs> she can, we, can she this, we can put the babe theory to the test um, <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, so there's a babe, there's a brawn. There's yeah. the uh, bra no, hang on. Ba I'm getting confused now. The babe, the brawn, the brain, yeah. the badass, the Brit. B.A. Baracus. B.A. Baracus, <laughs> the, the, the bong, the, 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 um, the, block, the blockhead. Yeah, I think it's like those. And then, but then, the, okay, there's a little pattern here. The B something. And then later on, instead of, they, they kind of introduce this character called the Don. And so I thought, why don't you just call him the boss? You know, that would have done the job, wouldn't it? And that's the B something. The boss. Anyway, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not picking apart the script too much on this one because I don't think the actual writers did. So I'm not going to spend uh, all day thinking about that one. Yeah, the boss would have worked, though, wouldn't it? I guess so, yeah. Surely. It would have uh, fit in with the system. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back um, in a minute, guys. I've just got to sort something out upstairs quickly. Okay. okay. So edit this. There was actually um, no problem. There was actually a bit of a weird um, sort of link to the, the film Green Book. Um, yeah, the guy who plays now, Leo, I... the Don, yes. is Nick Fallelonga, who was the... Um, the the writer or the co-writer of Green Book, yes, um, and also the son of the the guy who in sort of uh, the movie was about. You know, I remember you mentioned story. Green Book. It's it's a film I haven't seen. Um, it's a I, cracker. Yeah, it's a brilliant yeah. film. You said it was good. I I'll have to check it out. I, I wonder how they got involved with Pay Dirt. Then I wonder what the link. I wonder I what the link know. is. Are they, are they a producer as well? Uh, possibly. Maybe my theory is it's some kind of tech tax dodge or something it's the, the end of the uh tax year or something and the yeah know, or rather perhaps it's um give them money. it might be like an actors union thing where they have to kind of get a certain number of credits in before a certain time you know or i've been awesome. in six or seven films this year they need another one and, a, and the guy who play, plays the brains as well mike hatton he was in um, green book as back, well back then yeah, oh. so uh, <laughs> we were just talking about the Green Book, uh, the weird links to the Green Book film. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have yeah, to see Green Book. Yeah, I, I I did look it up on IMDb after you after you mentioned the links. Um, yeah, check it out. My advice to people though is to buy Pedro just so you have the DVD cover next to you, and when you lose your plot, you can keep on reading the blurb to remind yourself what it's about. <laughs> that, that, that's very useful, and I think we we said this before. The the DVD, if you get the DVD. Which I think it was released um, last Monday, last week maybe. Yeah. On it's on one hundred and one films, mm. and um, they've put it out on DVD in the UK. Oh, I've got it written here. Sorry, they they put it out on the twenty fourth of August. Um, and yeah, if you get the disc, you've got the cover, you've got the blurb. Yeah, you need the, that. The cover's the best thing. You know, this this thing is it's sold on its cover, isn't it? Val Kilmer's mm. there with a big mm. shotgun, like it looking a bit like he does on the cover of Heat. Um, he looks a bit he... like Mickey Rourke. He looks like Mickey Rourke in the wrestler. He does. <laughs> he does. He's got a bit of that going on. He's kind of Val Kilmer, but in a strange 
kind yeah. of you know prosthetic outfit almost. Um, I was disappointed with this film though because my I have a theory that the bigger the titles at the start, the better the better the film's going to be. Oh, they were mad. This has Mate, it has some of the biggest titles and it. Hey, fills the screen. They, they could yeah. literally use that as a tagline, like an advertising line, couldn't they? Pay dirt fills the screen. So you're saying on Microsoft, title. Microsoft <laughs> I think on Microsoft Word, the, the, like his computer's broken. He's a default 72 font. <laughs> all the way. It was visible from space. We've, we've got to have this out on uh, 101 Films by next week. We we can't change the font now. It's uh, It's too late. It's going out this big. Um, is there any way of checking sales how is it doing I don't I mean, know it, it, um, yeah. not, not for this yeah. particular film but yeah. I remember what, uh, 101 um, they they do a lot of these films um, you know straight to DVD ones and I, mm. I was reading something that they wrote a couple of years ago and they were saying they make, they make loads of money selling these discs um, yeah. you know it's just people who they pop into Sainsbury's see it on the shelf and uh, you know it's it might be Friday or Saturday, and you think, oh, I'm in tonight. There's nothing on telly. Oh, it is it is a promising looking action film for uh, you know ten quid. I'll uh, I'll have a there look at this also, one. There's also a morbid curiosity, which is kind of sad, but people want to see how people are doing. You know, even like you know maybe the past the best. They want they want to see how Val Kilmer is doing, and you know it's the same oh. like watching it. You know. Uh, Rob, that's why you that's why you would pick yeah. up this film. <laughs> I'm going to say you, you're describing us three, Rob. No, it's like anyone who watches anyone who watches the John Travolta film. You know, you're not going to get much quality now. You know, he's going to look a bit bloated. He's going to he's gone back to actually his natural bald head, John Travolta, as well, isn't he? So, um, that's it. Oh, right. okay. yeah. that would be a good a good uh, straight to video title for uh, John Travolta, wouldn't it? No, natural bald. <laughs> natural head. bald head. <laughs> Yeah, kind of a, a, a cheap follow-up to natural born killers or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but Woody Harrelson had a natural bald head in that, didn't he? Or he did, did he? Or does he that'd, have... be the, uh, yeah. that'd be the porno version, natural bald. <laughs> natural bald. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's, but there's a film to be made. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to look into that. Um, yeah, it's but, yeah, I mean, it's. It, I suppose the thing which is lacking is that it does take itself very seriously, does it? When you watch it, it's it's there's not much levity, and even when they have little cracks and banter between the gang, it's quite limited, isn't it? They should have it's just let the limited. camera roll. And it's very, it's yeah. quite laboured. It's kind of like yeah. dialogue that's been lifted from a film from the nineties. Yeah, um, it's almost like porn, porno level acting, really, <laughs> or porno level dialogue. Yeah, you know, definitely really home, fun. definitely home movie stuff. It's almost a home movie in some in some places. Um, yeah. a, a, bit, a bit at the start where um, I think the badass says to the babe do, do you want to uh, oh no the babe says to the badass do, do you want to royal me up she's like lying on a on a deck chair oh I remember that yeah, yeah I thought is this a porno you know just for a second <laughs> not, not with that 15 rating it's not I was disappointed yeah <laughs> you know because Val Kilmer's not doing his own voice do you think he has much of a say in the intonation or the um, or anything actually my, you know, what, my suspicion, that's a good point there, Rob, and I, I think my suspicion is that Val Kilmer does two or three days filming, takes the paycheck, yeah. and gets the fuck out of there. The pay- pronto. So you're saying, Val Kilmer get, like, you're saying Val Kilmer gets paid dirt. <laughs> <laughs> the term pay dirt, anyone, does anyone know what yeah. it means? 
Yeah, I, gold, gold mining, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not panning yeah. for gold. I don't know if it's uh, particular to California. Is is this is yeah. the film set in California? It's it is, yeah, yeah. 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 It's okay, so yeah. like gold prospectors, I suppose. In the in the context of the film, the, the I suppose their eventual pay. Is Will you get He's hidden in dirt, so it's. Uh, Will you get you disappointed there's not 90 minutes of Luke Goss toothless, like panning for gold in a river? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob you, should, you shouldn't go giving them ideas like that because they'll, they'll, do it. they'll do it. As long as they've got an advertising package and a nice cover with Val Kilmer and the shotgun, they'll put, they'll I would put that watch, shit out there. They'll put it out. I'd, wa I'd watch that film. That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but as long as the credits are massive and they have yeah. a dramatic soundtrack, I'd watch it. <laughs> Yes. Um, I just want to see Luke Goff toothless. Really, that'd be fun. That would, that would be good. That would give me a bit of get a bit of range. I'm, I'll, no, I'm I'm being a bit unkind there. I think L yeah. Luke Goss. I do remember him. Um, he plays vampires, doesn't he? Yeah. He's in he's in Blade Two, and I remember going yeah. to see this. I think I saw this with you, Rob, years ago at cinema somewhere. Yeah. And he's the villain. He's a villain in Blade Two. And when the, we saw Blade 2, there was, a, there was a guy behind us who stood up and did that thing where you flick your fingers together and he said, yeah, man, or something. Oh, when, no. When Blade, oh, yeah. when Blade, chopped, when Blade chopped off like, Terry, the fourth person. Terry tapped behind us. Or, uh, yeah. Kevin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that when people but, sit um, and start making noise. It's, uh, yeah, but you don't, you don't really get that now, do you, in, in cinemas? I think people are kind of a bit... Goss is also in one of the um, underworld films, isn't it? He plays a vampire in one of them. Yes. So he's I like, know, he's, um, on, I think one of them. Yeah. yeah. So he's played vampires twice. He's like, he, he's, uh, he's, he's almost typecast. He's good. I think he's <laughs> just like the physical, the physical look, hasn't he? He's quite kind of thin and sinewy. And bald. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah earlier on we were talking about um val kilmer's daughter being in this film and oh, she's yeah. in i think yeah. she's in two scenes with him. and guess who she plays val kilmer's daughter. daughter she plays val kilmer's <laughs> daughter yeah how do you and think she um, researched that role <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if yeah, um, I wonder if they're close, um, you know, in 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 real life. I, I hope they are. Um, yeah. yeah I thought it was quite irrelevant, irrelevant, but it was quite nice to see. It is. Because all the other. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. All the other female characters are sexually exploited in the film, like you know, in little strippy bikinis, and then she's she's all like district attorney, um, stuffy suit, and sitting with her dad on a bench. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she was turned up for an afternoon and done done the two scenes, and then she cleared off as well. Um, yeah. Oh, there was a gag as well, wasn't there, on the on the park bench where some uh, somebody gives him a dollar, or thinks he's a bum or something on the bench, thinks he's homeless. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, oh yeah. And then and then Fal has this like really, he had like a really simpleton look on his face, and I just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he didn't know what the hell was going on? He just. Oh, yeah, I think he was still on painkillers or something. I don't. I don't think he knew so what he was doing. He's been in two films or something. He's been in two films. I think he was what two yeah. films before. He's turned up as a favour, but he said 
Luke, you need to pay me seriously, and you need to get my daughter in the scene so she can get a credit. Yeah. Definitely, I think. That's yeah, I thought you do. You do it for your children, won't you? You know, you'd roll them into a crap film. I do. I do like Val. I mean, he's been in some cracking films, hasn't he? The, the Doors, um, nineteen ninety-one with uh, Oliver Stone. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah. Stung, stung all the songs in that. And... Um, it, it, I, thought, I thought his Batman film wasn't bad. He and I thought he was no. okay as Batman. He, he didn't do too badly. He wasn't the worst. No, he was a bit. I think he was played it quite stiff, didn't he? But like, he, maybe he was just directed. It was Joel Schumacher, wasn't it? So he was just the, maybe he was just asked to play it that way because he was. But it, it's it's pretty, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, he, he plays Doc Holliday in Tombstone, which is um, oh, yeah. that's a cracking film. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he really brings his acting chops uh, to that one. Um, he's you know he's he's capable of really really good work. Is uh, is Val. And, uh, and Heat as well. Uh, Heat's yeah. one of my favourite films yeah. of all time. You know, and, that. and he film. stole that film a little bit. I think yeah. he's he's very good in it. And uh, as you said, uh, he's he's kind of um, on some posters. He's he's like equally billed with uh, Pacino and yeah. uh, and now uh, um, what his name Robert De Niro. You know, he's yeah. he's right Those on the film poster with them. Yeah. And that was only mm. was that twenty well only <laughs> twenty five years ago. Um, but yeah, it just shows, you know, he's um, he's he's got chops. Val Kilmer's got chops. He's a good actor, and he, you know, he's he's. I think he's tried sometimes to make uh, good films. Not lately, but I think in his uh, mm-hmm. in his past, he's definitely tried to uh, you know make quality you know, films. And fair play to him. He's just not he's not Wilson in the background. He's gone out there and he's going to keep on making films, and you know, and, and there will be an audience for them. And we 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 all went to we all saw this film, didn't we? So like. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not alone. There'll be millions and millions who who will watch this. Um, so you know, I mean, the the, the video yeah. company, the, the DVD company, wouldn't they wouldn't put it out? They wouldn't release it if it wasn't going to sell enough units to make it worthwhile. You know, lots of people yeah, see it. It's um, brave as well, isn't it? Because like he is sick, and it's like, uh, and instead of just like disappearing, he's like putting himself, in, you know. And, and the only yeah. you know, many actors don't do that. Many actors just disappear, don't they? Yes. You know, like uh, they don't, they don't want to be, they don't want their legacy to be tarnished. Like I was thinking about um, Sean Connery the other day because like he turned eighty, and like he retired relatively early, and and he also hides from the limelight completely because he doesn't want to be seen as this you know frail old man, does he? He doesn't want that to impact no. on it. But that's, but you know, I, I always quite like the actors who go right to the end. You know, it's good to see them on a journey. You know, like Paul Newman, you saw him right to the end, and it's like, like you know, that's. Yeah. Um, Clint Eastwood as well, you know, keep on going. Literally you know. dying in the movie, you know. Yeah, that's how yeah. I like my actors. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I want I want to see Tom Cruise on his back <laughs> <laughs> with maggots out his eyes. I want to see it. Yeah, but but we're I not think, gonna see that. I don't think Tom Cruise would suffer a zombie type uh death. I think I think he would definitely he'd be like, you know, there with the Zimmer frame, he'd like fall off a fall off a giant mountain or something, or out of a helicopter yeah. with his uh, with his kind of Zimmer frame. Or in his in in his uh, chair, his wheelchair. Um, well, he's got. It's weird because he's got like the shame of age, hasn't he? And it's you know there'll be never there won't be a Tom Cruise film where he's got grey hair ever, and there won't be um, you won't ever see that. And they'll still be hanging off planes in like in about thirty years time. Um, 
But... Will there be a Cliff Richard moment where you actually look at him and go, yeah, fuck, he looks old now. You know, when he, he gets to only, age. only if they find the painting in the Scientology mansion <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> but... Yeah. Oh, Cliff Richard! I, I, I honestly didn't think he'd be getting a mention in our uh, in our inaugural. Uh, <laughs> I uh, can't uh, believe it. Yeah. Podcast. There you go. Sorry, Sorry guys. Sorry, guys. I know. He's been. Uh, yeah. So Cliff's been exonerated, so we can speak about him in warm tones now. <laughs> <laughs> also, we could talk. <laughs> Maybe that's the next film we do: Summer Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of demand there would be for that. Uh, <laughs> Not much. All of the mad Cliff Richard fans, all these old grandmas, would they love it? Yeah, it would have to be really praiseworthy. It would be completely complimentary from uh, beginning to end. So, guys, we're I'll... going for the over eighty demographic. Yeah, yeah go on, go. On. all those, all those kind of podcast listeners in their in their eighties, they'll be they'll be podcasts like there's no tomorrow. Nobody's business. I don't know. Don't they all listen? Because one of the number one podcasts is uh, people talking about murders and stuff and old, you know, unsolved, unsolved crimes. So that's probably what they listen to. Cliff Richards fans probably listen to them in the spare time as well. Cliff Richards' unsolved murders is very popular as well. And we are the Manchester Movie Morgue, so I suppose we should, yeah. <laughs> we should we be should talking about ourselves and anyone who might be listening. That at the end of this, we've got to uh, either consign this film to the Manchester movie morgue or not. Now, if it doesn't go to the morgue, I hadn't even thought about this. If it doesn't go to the morgue and gets bagged and tagged, as, uh, as the <laughs> what happens to it? Is it just is it a reprieve? Is it off the earth? No. I think it gets reanimated and it's oh, yeah. like a, a bit like a bit like in Train to Busan. It just literally runs up and down manically on a train, <laughs> terrorizing and ripping people apart for the next millennia. So, okay, so we escape uh, morgue or train to Busan. Living yeah. <laughs> L- Living Dead or Morgue, basically. Yeah. <laughs> not, they're not great choices, are they? But <laughs> I'd rather have. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm just I think we've we've covered quite a lot here, but I'm I'm just I'm just going to refer to my notes about some of my notes about this film. At yeah. one point, the Luke Goss character, the the Brit, he turns mm. to someone. Is it one of the one of the ladies in the film? I don't know. Who, and he says like, "Oh, my favorite films. Yeah, I love the Bond films, love the James Bond films." And I thought, I thought this. Did you catch that bit? Leon? Um, I'd like to have caught. Oh, yeah, I think it. And I thought this this just invites really bad comparisons because I mean in no mm. way in no way does does Paydirt think it's like a Bond film? Is that why they mentioned it? Because it's nothing like one. It's absolutely Doctor No Way. Luke Goss is British. Is that is that the only yeah reason? yeah yeah? And I I, I just thought that was that, that was a, a poor comparison for them to make. Um, this this isn't a film, is this is just this is a tax dodge, it's it's a money laundering or something, it's not a proper, proper film. I'm, it's a package. I'm, it's a total package. I'm so glad that because I mean the first podcast you do is usually really ropey and I'm sure this will prove prove that, but no, I'm so glad that we didn't pick it up. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna need some shit shit hot editing to, to improve this. That's too many um, but I'm so 
I think I'm we, so glad that we didn't pick a proper film for this. I think we hired, this, yeah. we hired the same editors as paid uh, and get them to edit this podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll get Sesma, Sesma <laughs> to edit it. Sesma, so put Sesma, some... Sesma, I found out something about Sesma. I don't know if you guys caught this. Sesma, mm. before embarking on a film career, he was a successful yeah. restaurateur. A restaurateur, Ooh. yeah. Well, you know, he just served us up. <laughs> What's he served us up, Cal? <laughs> a big plate of shy. <laughs> a dog's dinner, a pig's ear. Uh, yeah. Dog dog oh, dirt. Uh, dog dirt. Hey, dirt. Dog dirt's coming next. That's going to be the sequel, isn't it? With uh, Al Kilmer <laughs> and uh, I don't know who else could be in it. Who's another straight to video star now? Travolta. Um, Van Damme. And Val Van Damme. Seagal. Van Damme in um, Dog Dirt. I'd like to do, um, yeah, I'd like to do a Travolta film because I've not seen John for a while. <laughs> and I feel like a, I feel like a mates with him. So well, you, You've never seen John. You haven't seen John since uh, Battlefield Earth, have you? Yeah, this is Pulp Fiction probably. But, uh, God, it's, yeah, it's a long time. So, I heard that James Wood didn't James Wood. I uh, read something about James Wood the other day that he got offered a, a Tarantino role or something because he didn't. His agent didn't tell him he fired his agent. Oh, is that right? So that was, that's a little James Wood uh, nugget for you because I read something you you were writing the other day about James Wood's Carl about your dad saying that James Wood is not a particularly nice guy. <laughs> you, you phrased it harsh more harshly than. <laughs> But when it, when you said that, I suddenly typed in James Woods, and the first thing that pops up is that he was Tarantino had been in touch, and his agent didn't pass on the message, and he fired his agent immediately. I, yeah. I, that's probably something. I mean, it's a, it's a bad move by the agent, but I, I suspect that's yeah. probably what it would. I think he was asked to play Mister Orange in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, um, and he. Yeah. My, my dad used to think that James Woods was a. Every time he came on in a film, he'd say, "Oh, James Woods, don't like him." Yeah. And I'd ask him why, and he said, "Oh yeah, you should have seen him. He's on this. Uh, saw him on this Johnny Carson show years ago, and it was like one of the. It was like one of the last shows that Johnny Carson did. You know, Johnny Carson. He's a. He's a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. And um, I didn't see. I've never seen this show, but my dad said that James Woods was on this show, and he was such like a suck up and kind of sniveling and saying things like, "Oh, we love you, Johnny. We love you." And it's it's it, I think it's that that really kind of turned my dad off to anything that James Woods was in, and I used to, I used to just yeah. think, yeah, Dad, what are you talking about? It's nonsense, rubbish. And but actually, if you if you check out his um, you know his uh, his commentary on Twitter or anything like that, I think I think my dad was probably right. Um, it was on the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's true. My um my uh, mum always had a finger against Jimmy Savile and <laughs> and Rolf and Rolf Harris and years ago I can remember defending Jimmy Savile like you know saying like he's all right you know he does loads for charity and for kids <laughs> he visits them in hospital and stuff <laughs> and uh, I can remember saying about and Rolf Harris Rolf's cartoon club I used to say look look how good he is look how, you know he's great he's great, great with kids yeah, he's great with kids <laughs> but parents know best perhaps we should listen to them more. <laughs> know these things yeah and years, yeah. years later we realize yeah it's true. Bloody know everything. how did we get from from val kilmer to, <laughs> to pedophiles <laughs> hang on we've had cliff <laughs> cliff 
And now, and now, Cliff Richards, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, I apologize. (laughs) What podcast? So, Lou, when you're doing hashtags for this, you have to have um, your hashtags are going to go on forever. You're going to have hashtag Cliff Richard, hashtag Hashtag bald heads, and uh, you know, go on and on. (laughs) If anybody is still listening, you deserve a medal, okay. I think uh, you'll be surprised actually how many people will. Well, they'll probably re- start requesting films for us. That'd be good. Um, guys, so um, I'm I'm just going to refer to a couple of other things on my notes. Mm. Um, yeah, the film. Okay. The film does that thing um, that fil- any film shot in South America does, where they shoot seem to shoot everything through a kind of a yellowy orange filter. Oh yeah, it looks yeah. Like it's kind of orangey or yellow or dusty because mm. uh, of all the sand. I thought that was it was a bit of a I don't know, a bit of a bit of a cliche. I mean, um, do you think that's because they were filming in Peckham and it's <laughs> it's a, on a budget and they just wanted to give it that you know that tropical Mexico 80, 82 World Cup look and give it that tinted orangey look. You might be onto something there, Rob. I, that's on the hand. Yeah. Maybe they just filmed it in the uh, yeah down at Elstree, and uh, <laughs> you know with, uh, they, they shot it through the filter, and you've got all of a sudden it's California, and that, that's yeah, yeah. giant letters as well to kind of cover up you know parts of the screen that are Elstree. Um, yeah, yeah, that might work. Um, I, and the end of this film, the end of this film, I thought was really, really quite. I don't know. It, it kind of annoyed me because. There's a scene, there's a final scene with Val Kilmer where he kind of goes to his daughter again and they have a chat. Yeah, about see you on Sunday, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you for Sunday lunch, Dad. Yeah, I'll have check in again. He yeah. says, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a good dad now and I'm not doing police work anymore. So yeah, I'll see you on Sunday mm. for a, for a roast. You know, we'll have some chicken, get some gravy on, we'll do the sprouts. <laughs> and all the she almost caught him. Yeah. That's it. That's the last scene of Val Kilmer. And after that, so at this point of the film, I'm going to say no one knows what's going on. I didn't know what was going on. No, and then no. they all get on the plane, the characters, and it suddenly turns into, do you remember the old BBC show called Hustle? Hustle. Oh, where, yeah. yeah. Like, where the air smiles smugly at the end because they've got away with it. That's right. They get away with everything smugly yeah. at the end. They've done like a big con yeah. or a big heist or yeah. something. And they explain and it, how they did it. It was like yeah. a tin pot. Now, Hustle wasn't wasn't massively budgeted, I don't think, but it was almost like a tin pot version of uh, of Hustle, mm. explaining how everything happened. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even as good as Hustle, really. You're better off watching an episode of Hustle. You know, um, and I think I think you get you get more out of it than than you would be paid it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't pick up anything really about what what happened uh, apart from. The casino was was being used to kind of launder the money, launder the the six million dollars, whatever it was, through yeah. its, through its casino to make it kind of you know make the money clean. And, uh, Ocean's Eleven moment. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a bit of that as well. So, so the yeah. end, by the ending, the ending kind of really annoyed me. After the film had been kind of nothing, a big bag of nothing really for eighty odd minutes, that ending tacked on was. I know what you mean. Yeah. There's a bit where he, where he asks he asks uh, the Brit, you know, how he did it, and uh, I half expected him to just say, 
who the fuck cares? And then the movie ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Needed. Uh, Lee, you should be writing these things, mate, because that is exactly <laughs> what the film needed. It's <laughs> exposition. We didn't need it and we didn't want it. And it's almost like it's almost an insult at the end of the film to give us that. I would have loved Val Kilmer's last line in the film. <laughs> <laughs> the detective said, as Val, he says, how did he do it? He just looks at the camera and goes, the fuck is <laughs> That would be the best ending ever. <laughs> My daughter got a credit. My daughter got a credit. Who the fuck cares? Because <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she says nothing of note in the film, does she? God. Do you want to know is how that... I did it? So, uh, are we gonna right? So, we have to make a decision that we can take it in turns. We can sign it to the morgue or train to Busan, right? Um, what person, <sighs> guys, I think before we do that, does and we've kind of touched on a few of them, does a uh, pay dirt have any redeeming qualities? Uh, Lee, what about you? The only thing I would say, I think the opening scene with where he's staring across the lake was quite visually appealing for, the, for about 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. And, uh, and it was good. Yeah, the cinematography was good. Yes, Carl. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. That's why we've got you here, Carl, yeah. the expert terms. Mate, <laughs> um, if I'm the expert, and, we're in uh, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also Muriel Tello, the babe, is a good Instagram follow. That is definitely... I, I didn't know of her, of her existence until this movie, so, you know, yeah. yeah. The is, full, any, is that her credit. Instagram account? Is that her Instagram account name, the babe? Yeah. Okay. The babe. Uh, no, she's... Um, <laughs> Muriel Tell, Tellio. Okay. Okay, you'll do for me. I'm fluent, I'm fluent, I'm fluent in Spanish, so... All that. Mm. Yeah. Rob, what about... Sorry, thanks. What about you, Rob, for redeeming redeeming features of pay dirt is there anything we can take from this dirt yeah the, the big one i suppose i'll come back to it again is the big one is to see val kilm again and the fact is that it's nice to see him going for it even if he doesn't know what he's doing because he's on meds um but but the yeah it's it's, it's it, i so wanted to like it I sat there and I kept on waiting and waiting and waiting and like, you know, like really trying to, you know, every time I started disliking it, I convinced myself of just being cynical. And then you go into goodwill, you really do. And I thought for the first, I thought for the first 20 minutes or so, it almost kind of gets away with being kind of just a okay-ish kind of film. Yeah. And then after that, it really sags. You know what it reminded me? It reminded because it has so many homages to like other better movies. It's almost like somebody who says they like rock and roll, but the only rock and roll they've ever heard is Ed Sheeran, and they've <laughs> they've never they've yeah. never gone they've never gone behind him to think like where he ripped his ideas off. They've, ne- they've only ever heard something now, and and I've, I was suddenly like feeling sorry for all the people who've never seen all those other films they pay you know nods to. Yes. The, the only action the only action film they've ever seen is paid. Uh, and this is, and I'll never watch an action film again. It really um, would. Really like, Die Hard but, never gets seen, or you know, no one ever watched Commando, or yeah, exactly. Just, just you know, because 
Yes, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of got over the fact is they're playing on the whole British card, you know, the Brit and all that stuff, and he's supposed to be the smooth. And Brits are only portrayed two ways, aren't they? They're portrayed like cockney geezers, or they're portrayed as like really evil. sophisticated yeah. or sophisticated or evil. And he wasn't either, was he? He wasn't sophisticated. He wasn't. He, he just he just seemed to be on a very strong dose of uh, diazepam or something. He just seemed really <laughs> kind of out of it the whole movie. So <laughs> half asleep. Yeah, he, he he did look asleep, and there, there are lots of there are lots of scenes where you know the, the gangs were just randomly getting angry with each other, and then started pointing guns at each other in that kind of sideways way, you know, and, and saying "fuck you, man." Fuck oh yeah, yeah. Man. Like no one was going to shoot anyone ever. It was um, it was no. just that all seemed quite quite forced as well. So sorry, we, we're trying to talk about positives, and we see kind of keep going into yeah, positives. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other positive part is the the moment it ended. I said to myself, I have to watch a quality. I have to watch a good film to wash that out of my head. So it made me, <laughs> it made me look for something else to watch uh, um, later on. So. At, the end, at the end of the film, I thought, you know what? I didn't understand. I didn't really understand what happened at the end. And I thought, there's no, yeah. there's no way I'm going back. There's no way I'm going back there. Uh, that is, I'm done with. I'm done with <laughs> I didn't fully understand it after the explanation. I was, I kind of had to <laughs> rewind the explanation again. I was like, "What?" I mean, you're, you're after the explanation, you are. You, you're, you're very dedicated. Yeah, after the explanation, I went into the bathroom to see if it was bleeding out of my nose and an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and realised no, it just wasn't very well explained. And um, you know, it makes you question oh. your own intelligence that you've not followed the story. And it's really, you know, it's no, it's no like, um, well, you know, it's, it's yeah. built to, to pull you in, isn't it? And there, there yeah. are lots of films with bad plots, but because they're well made or relatively yeah. engaging, they they kind of drag you along for the ride. Pay dirt yeah. just kind of leaves you in the dirt. I keep yeah. The good news is it, it the the best thing is is that the film ended at some point. You know that that is really the positive that we can take away from it. Really, it had a reason. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, um, kind of thank you list at the end. Who's in the thank you list? Let's have a look. There was Matt Goss. So this is Luke Goss's brother. Um, Why did he thank know, him? What, what did he drive him to the film shoot? What did he do? He was just mentioned in the in the thank yous, and I thought, oh, wow. that's quite nice. You know, they're, they're brothers and everything. Yeah, it's hmm. a big list. There was a chap called Cameron Mitchell. Cameron Mitchell. Now I thought this was there's a there's an old actor called Cameron Mitchell who's in loads of like old exploitation films. I thought, yeah. is he still alive? He's in, I don't know if Rob, if you've seen one called The Toolbox Murders. Anyway, he's in that. He's in like zillions of old crappy films. Um, is he, he was mentioned in the end credits, but he, he died in 1994. So I'm guessing it's not the original yeah. actor, Cameron Mitchell. It's just someone who's. Did similar. he die? Did he die at Bross's last concert? <laughs> he was trampled to death. He could, I think. I, Point in '94, it could have been a Matt Goss solo. Uh, solo it would game. have been, yeah. 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 It, was he the guy who paid for the movie? Maybe you know he, he's the one whose money's being laundered in this movie. <laughs> this the guy for the, Wasn't there, there was a drummer in Bros as he never gets mentioned. He didn't thank oh, him. Yeah. He thank him. Oh no, <laughs> he he, uh, he he was booted out when they were kind of still going though, wasn't he? They like three became. Yeah. Mm. I all went down. It just didn't work. Yeah. Um, but how about you? Oh, so, uh, did you have any positives, positives from you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought the first twenty minutes were kind of okay. 
kind of plugged yeah. along all right. Um, I thought some of the music was okay. Some of the music they used was kind of funky in a few places. I quite like that. Um, some of the cinematography was okay. Some interesting like aerial shots of desert and fields and things. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it, it took me two sittings, so it's it's really difficult. I, I like seeing Val Kilmer in it. I like to see Val mm. Kilmer. Good, just good to see yeah, him. Good to that see was him. the big one. Val Kilmer survived cancer. That's the main positive takeaway from this. He's still alive. Yes, and yeah. if anything, yeah. if that's pretty much it. you know, if we have to send, if it so happens that we have to send pay dirt to the morgue, then at least <laughs> Val Kilmer is will walk yeah. on. He'll walk on and he, carry on. He'll make. He'll do all the things. Yeah. We'll allow him on the train, on the train, and the rest of the guys can go to the morgue, the, yeah. the babe and the, the brains. And the, <laughs> and the, uh, the uh, blockhead and whoever else there was. A... Beaver and butthead. No, the rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so um, Lee or Rob, do you have anything to, to add? No, I mean it, it's yeah. It's it, I'm looking forward to the next choice and the the um, yeah. I, I noticed that Vinnie Jones is churning out a lot of films, so perhaps we can have a go at one of his <laughs> one of his wonders. He always well, he's always playing a geezer. If we're considering these kind of actors now, who were I mean mm. even, even someone like Liam Neeson has become oh uh, yeah, yeah like this. Um, I saw a clip of um, Seagal um, fighting in the dark. He was kind of like. <laughs> How do you do it together? You have to keep it really dimly lit because his fighting was so horrendous. Well, it was just... He was cutting away to a long shot of a guy yeah. who's wearing the same clothes as him, but he's about yeah. you know, five, six stone lighter at least. And um, and then it kind of cuts back into him doing a close-up of the moving his hands in front of his face. And then it cuts out I'd again. I'd love a cigar for the next. and kicks. It's supposed to be him, but um, I, I have my doubts. Um, so it's the Gal, Travolta, Liam Neeson. Um, there are my mind's gone blank now. There, are, there are a lot. Van Damme, Seagal. Um, it's, it's only Jet Li. Is Jet Li churning them out? Is he still yeah, doing yeah, stuff? Yeah, late. Um, he was last thing he was in was Expendables, I think. I watched a thing. I watched a B movie with a martial artist who's um, basically a rip off of that Tom Cruise film where he's an assassin. He drives around in a taxi all night, killing people in Bangkok. It's called One Night in Bangkok. It's a B movie running at the moment, and it's 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 so slow <laughs> and it's so laboured. <laughs> and you've got this brilliant martial artist because I had a look. His history is like he just can't remember the actor's name. You'll know him. He's called someone like Channing or something. And he's like one loads of martial arts, and he never uses martial arts once in the film. He just like mumbles and gets out of taxis and shoots people and gets back in the taxi. Well, um, I wonder why they got him on the yeah. film then? Not not for his. I don't know. Chops, no, they, well, they got him in the film because I suppose if you're a big, um, you know, martial arts uh, fan, you're going to watch it for him. But he doesn't. He doesn't kick kick anybody. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, are we going to insert some massive sound effect for the bag and tag, like a slamming of a door and a? Yeah, we should do. We should do. So, I think we're we're all in agreement, aren't we? I'm going to try and get the clip of the uh, the police the police inspector having a bit of a rant and a rave. Yeah, it's 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 Um, it's sadly it's the morgue, isn't it? It's 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 three of us guys. We need to. I think we need to give this one. We all need to kind of give our uh, morgue. 
Morg or yeah. Chain to Busan, uh, Chain to Busan verdict. Um, <laughs> so okay, I'll, I'll start. I'd say this is a uh, go on. <laughs> I'll start. Um, so I think Pader has to go to the morgue. I don't think yeah. if, if if I send this to the morgue, no one on the planet is going to be bothered. No one will care. No one will want a return to this film. No, and no. has been paid. Val Kilmer's walking on to the next project, the next thing. He's, you know, he's he's being positive. So let him go. He can he can escape. But the film, the film has got to go in the morgue for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go next. I think this is probably one of the most important films of all time. It's about about a man's love for his daughter. A man who just recovered from cancer and he, he does a film just to get a credit for his daughter. Um, I think there's a there's a, a lot of complexity there. There's a lot of m- money laundering going on and tax evasion. And I think it's a, a, a fantastic film and uh, should definitely be, be saved as a, a living dead character. Wow. Well, wow. You've, thrown, you've thrown a bit of a curveball there. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay, I, I I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go to the morgue obviously, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the morgue so much that like basically if I was dying and it was my last few breaths and it was on it was on TV in the background, I'd use my last bit of energy to reach over to the remote <laughs> and change the channel to even something like Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah. I, I, that's that's I'd rather die to Homes Under the Hammer than pay to. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it's the more. I could actually see your last words being turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel guilty because I know it's, it's, it is like a pension for Val, and uh, but yeah, and it's nice to see him back, but yeah, it's definitely morgue all day. I can never, okay. uh, I'm never going to return to it. I'm never going to, uh, even if I saw, you know, they say that when you see a poster, you see it for two seconds, even if the poster. I try and turn my head so quickly, and it was like a chainsaw next to my face. <laughs> I'd, I'd turn my head into the blade rather than even look at the poster. So yeah, I'm done. But, but Rob, I mean, me, me and Lee know you quite well, and we know you're a bit yeah. of a masochist. Are you sure you'd never, yeah. you'd never be tempted to just go back, maybe in a you know a year or so, and think, oh yeah, paid her. Do you remember that? Uh, no, no. I, I, I mean, I was laughing with Lee earlier because we were trying to remember the names of actors, and we're getting that, you know, that fuddle duddle thing which uh, elderly people do, where you say it's the guy with the head, the one with the black hair. <laughs> and it, it, <laughs> most of the plot of that film is—it was only two weeks ago I watched it, two and a bit weeks. But yeah, it's, I can't. I, yeah, I'm not returning there. Uh, I'll move on to the next piece of dross or or goss. <laughs> I'll move on to something else. The next piece of goss. Yeah. Okay, so I think Lee, are you the are you the morgue are you the morgue master or the crypt keeper? Are you, you going to we're going to send it down. We're going to consign it, it to the lowest level, the lowest level of the morgue. And uh, I'm just wheeling the tro- trolley now, slamming the door shut. And it's done and dusted. Okay. okay, brilliant, good to go. One in the morgue. Okay. One in the morgue. Okay, let's hope so, we find uh, something from the train next time. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's a better film next time, guys. But um, thanks, everybody, for, for uh, listening, if you're, you're still listening. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.